Hey, folks, welcome to the Patron Show. It is uh, the 10th of uh, June, 2023. And yeah. the only reason I'm saying that is because this has been a week. Not only did we have the president, the ex-president get indicted, had some people die this week. The Iron Sheik died, which. Oh, yeah, he did. Didn't yep. He? We had oh, Ted that's... Kaczynski die this week. The Unabomber, which. That's a shame. That, guys, his whole like uh, ecological terrorism or whatever the hell you want to call it. I, I don't want to go back to a time before we didn't have glasses. You know, he would have had a hard time with that, too. <laughs> the best the best thing that I ever saw with the Unabomber was an episode of uh, the Upright Citizens Brigade. This is when they were still looking for him. Mm-hmm. And so there was an episode where, like, this little girl played by uh, uh, Amy Amy Schumer. Not Amy Schumer. Who am I thinking of? Um, Amy. God damn it. She was uh, Leslie Nope. I'm trying to remember her name is. She was on uh, Parks and Rec and Fowler. Trying to remember what her name was. Damn it. Someone's going to yell it at me. Mm-hmm. Anybody? Anybody out there in, in our patron area? You guys know who I'm talking about? Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. Oh, yeah, there we go. Got there. Okay. She uh, made friends with the Unabomber. <laughs> She'd go over and visit him in his house. It's a weird episode. <laughs> Especially since most of the shit was uh, uh, all done improv. You know, most of their comedy was. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I love those guys. So, anyway, we've had people die this week. Mm-hmm. One of them, none so other than uh, Pat motherfucking Robinson. Marion something something Robinson. Uh, I don't remember his whole goddamn name. And I don't care to, because he was a real piece of shit. And I'm glad that he's dead. There's a lot of people this week that have been doing the usual where they come out and say, hey, he just died. His family's real sad. You shouldn't say that about him. No, he caused real harm in this world. Yeah, no, he is a piece of shit. And I am happy that he is no longer part of this planet because he can't continue to do worse than he was already doing. Because, guys, he has done a lot of bad things in his time on this planet. Super shitty, super, super shitty guy. Yeah. <clears throat> and for anybody to come out and tell people, especially folks that are queer, to come out and say, hey, you shouldn't say mean things about the dead. This is the same guy that used to think that, the, you know, gay people had rings with HIV on them and they were going to poke you with their secret rings that they had on their hands and give you HIV. He also said stuff like the uh, the Vegas shooting that happened was mm-hmm. uh, disrespect for Trump and the national anthem. He, I have that one right here in front of me. He said that, guys. And I've got a bunch of other things that he said, and that's what we're going to be talking about on this Patreon episode. There was a top 10 of some of the stuff that he did, but I only grabbed a handful of them because there's a, there's a lot of other stuff I wanted us to listen to. Yeah, we don't need to. We don't, we don't need to replay all the greatest hits. Right. And but I do have a, uh, I do have one that came out right after nine eleven, where it was Pat Robertson and Jerry oh, Falwell yeah. Senior after nine eleven, and you want to, you can just guess. I mean, it was of always course. the same goddamn thing shitty, with these guys. Super super shitty thing. Yeah, yeah. Here's yeah, here's yeah, what they said one? about nine eleven. What we saw on Tuesday, as terrible as it is, could be minuscule if, in fact. If, in fact, God continues to lift the curtain and allow the enemies of America to give us probably what we deserve. 
Well, Jerry, that's my feeling. I think we've just seen the, the antechamber to terror. We haven't even begun to see what they can do to the major population. I mean, the, ACLU, uh, the ACLU's got to take a lot of blame for this. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Jesus, man. It is wild to have a generation that are now adults that weren't around for 9-11 to happen. Like, cause now we have, if you weren't born yeah. in 2001 and you're an adult now, like 21 or 22, I mean, if you, if you weren't, if you weren't at least, you know, six or seven, right. Uh, <laughs> they've, they've forgotten about the, uh, yeah, the ultra jingoism that this country devolved into yeah. post 2001. You know, yeah, it, it 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 was real crazy. Where we let politicians get away with some of the worst shit that we could possibly let them get away with because yeah. we were concerned about national security and terrorism. Well, I mean, there was there was a good period of time where we were everybody was legitimately scared shitless mm-hmm. because for most most of us that was. About the most terrifying thing we have ever seen. Right. Someone destroying giant buildings in the center of New York City and attacking the Pentagon and the one that crashed in Pennsylvania. Right. I mean, there was there was shit. The like the the Oklahoma City uh, federal building bombing, Mm -hmm. which was horrific and terrifying and terrible, terrible thing. But it was, but it was hand waved away a little bit because it was a certain type of terrorist that did it. Not no, not no, not it I, was. It was not not that it was hand waved away. It's that the scale was was contained. Right. It was, you know, one one federal event building in one place and one thing. It's like wow, that's right. absolutely terrible, and this the scale was. Yeah, I remember when well. remember when 9/11 happened, I was watching the shit on the news getting ready to mm-hmm. go to college. And uh, like after the second plane hit, I'm like, "Nope, I'm not going anywhere today." <laughs> yeah. Cuz you didn't know where the next airplane was going to fall from the sky at, you know. <laughs> no, it was it was yeah, no, I was I was a it was midterm. It was midterm. It was fucking midterm week. I I was in I was uh staying at my my, my brother's apartment. Uh, because he lived close to the university and we, I mean, my sister had a midterm <laughs> the next in that morning. So we stayed at his, at his house. So we didn't have to like deal with 45 minutes of traffic. Cause it was 2002. Right. We were prepping for the Olympics as well. Mm-hmm. Traffic was terrible. <laughs> everything was there. Like everything was under construction. Mm-hmm. Oh, building a and spaghetti bowl. Yeah. <laughs> there there was there was a point where as, as soon as it was very clear that this was not just a one off thing. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, we were kind of terrified because there was a major world event being staged right, right here. <laughs> I mean, and not like I I looked at you. Look out the window, my brother's apartment, and there's, yep, they're, they've got all these big banners put up. They're building, they're branding everything in the city. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, that. All I can see right now is big fucking targets. So yeah, it was legitimately terrifying. Right. So yeah, we we let people get away with 
a so lot of shit, shit that they didn't need to because they were saying, hey, we're going to we're going to keep you safe. And that's when and we said, OK, that's that sounds good. That sounds good. Let's make sure this doesn't happen again. That'd right. be awesome. You know, right. but it was also a time in the country where we were mm-hmm. shown that we weren't infallible. Like we right. weren't we weren't right. defended. You know, it's a time where we got a serious black eye considering how much spycraft we do in the world and how much like police work we do in this world and how much military might that we have Mm -hmm. these five guys from the middle of fucking nowhere you know that most of them from saudi arabia Mm -hmm. but trained it with by by a terrorism group came in and gave us a huge fucking black eye and yeah regardless of what anybody might think about what um osama bin laden did he won because we fundamentally changed as a country. He got mm-hmm. us to change in the way that he thought we would do. You know, mm-hmm. he got proven right about the fact that they were we were going to come and attack those other countries. He's like, look, if you think they're going to stop and stop coming for me, like you've got another thing coming. They're going to go for the entire fucking area, you know. <sighs> so, yeah, it's wild that we have a whole generation of adults now that weren't around for this whole thing. So they don't mm-hmm. understand how fucking weird it got in this country. I mean, they got the pandemic to live through, which is going to be something that's, that that's they're another, never going to forget. You yeah. Know? That's another level of, of, <laughs> uh, of things being, being horrific, but yeah, it was fucking weird. It was weird. Isn't even the right. 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 <laughs> so he says the ACLU has a lot to be, has a lot to be blamed for for this happening, for 9-11 happening, for terrorism. Okay, whatever. Well, yeah. And I know I'll hear from them for this, but uh, throwing God off successfully with the help of the federal court system, yes. throwing God out of the public square, out of the schools. Uh, the abortionists have got to bear some burden for this because uh, God will not be mocked. And when we destroy 40 million little innocent babies, we make God mad. I, I really believe that the pagans and the abortionists and the feminists and the gays and the lesbians who are actively trying to make that an alternative lifestyle, the ACLU, People for the American Way, all of them who tried to secularize America, I point the thing in their face and say, you helped this happen. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Jerry Falwell along with Pat Robertson on that one. <laughs> I just... How many more people I mean, do you want to lump in, man? The most ridiculous, <laughs> the most ridiculous. Ridiculous thing about it, it is the people who did the 9-11s have more akin I, to their I, beliefs. <laughs> like you guys are right there with each other. You are you are you are on opposite sides of the wall. Going the same you, you're right there. Your <laughs> belief set are pretty much the same. Yep. But but one of you calls it a Big Mac and the other calls it a Royal, Royal with cheese. <laughs> That's the it's quarter the pounder, same man. Fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> they tried to do a third of pounder burgers <laughs> in America, but people were too fucking stupid and they didn't right. realize that a third was bigger than a quarter. Right. And thank you, people, for ruining my life and making things just a little bit worse. Just want to go to Fuddruckers. That's all. <laughs> And there, there were times where a third pound burger would have just been like, yep, two quarter pounds is too much. I don't need a half. I just need a need a third. That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, 
it's it's wild (laughs) that yes they are exactly on the same side of basically the same side of the 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 chain link fence right they they they're (laughs) they're on the same like look at those fucking gays over there Look at those goddamn women not covering themselves up. Look at all these people doing this, that, and the other thing. And it's, it's just like, it's, yeah, man, we agree about this. It's just, it's remarkable. No, it's not remarkable. Never mind. It's not remarkable at all. But their their tune hasn't changed much. No. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the whole, if you don't stop, you're going to get in trouble. Guess who's coming? Come yep. on. <laughs> and he's going to come. Something gonna bad's going to come down gonna, here and be real mad at you guys. How? What a loving God. Like if you <laughs> tell, if, if you tell somebody, if you tell everybody that something bad is going to happen and you just keep repeating it until something bad happens, <laughs> you don't get to say, see, yeah, that's like everybody that's on the train of Alex Jones was right about things that he says. Like, bitch, if you throw out like 300 things and you get two of them right, that doesn't mean you're always right. Yeah. <laughs> you're not counting the misses. And that's what the problem that we have here is that like the whole 9-11 thing spurred a lot of atheism in this country. Oh, you know, vocal lot. atheism yeah. in this mm-hmm. country. And it's funny to me. That we have atheists that are, and we I, we talked about this previous to the show getting on, is that like you have atheists that were very vehemently against Islam at mm-hmm. the time, and that are now making strange bedfellows with other religious folks that are conservative because it fits their worldview that they want to have. Like, like you would get David Silverman, previous president of the uh, American Atheists. Mm-hmm agreeing with an imam about how we should be treating like kids or like women in this world more than he would with like someone who's a humanist, you know? Yeah. And he, but he claims to be a humanist. Fuck fuck that guy. Anyway, we're here to talk about Pat Robertson. Here's another thing. Here's some (laughs) other bullshit that he said. This one's about uh, hurricane Katrina. The wholesale slaughter of unborn children. It's a, it's a thing with these guys. Yeah. You know, it's almost like it's a constant ringing of a bell that, they want you to do damage to other people. It's, yeah, I get it. Hurricanes happen. Every They're natural year. occurrences. Every year hurricanes happen. Mm-hmm. Why was Katrina particularly bad? Because levees broke. <laughs> it, it was, there were multiple factors. Yeah. Not one of them had to do with abortion. No. How about the fact that, that in uh, New Orleans, pretty place to be. However, comma, dot. It is a city that is below the sea level. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. There, there is a lot about about what happened in Katrina that right. went wrong. Right. There was a whole congressional fucking meeting that happened about this whole thing. And and there was there was a whole lot that. And I'm not blaming anybody that lives there or any of that stuff because well, no, you can't the, blame the goddamn victims. You know? No, it's not the it's not the victims. It was the the people who were responsible for making sure that the. The, the wetlands and the levees and everything like if, if they hadn't if they hadn't destroyed the delta mm-hmm. uh then the, the then swell the, the wouldn't, flooding, have, been as bad the flooding as wouldn't yep. have been so bad and the levees might have hold might have held yep but but they did nope so but but killing babies is what's doing it right right we right. have we have killed over 40 million unborn babies in america Wait, didn't, i was they just said 40 million yeah, isn't that, that was very interesting 
40 How million was... has that figure not changed? You'd think over three years. Where the fuck is that number even coming from? Their asses. They keep they keep saying it. They it they keeps... count they count not just abortions, <coughs> but birth control. You know, anybody that's had birth control, it, they count that as like abortion. Uh, it, it doesn't. You would think. I have killed thirteen trillion babies you, at this at this point. You you, know? you would you would think that over the years <laughs> they would somebody in at the great the great cabal of pro lifers would would go maybe we should like slowly be ratcheting that number up. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about somebody from the outside needs to come in and tell them to shut the fuck up. Keeping oh, there's that. There, there is there is there is <laughs> there is absolutely that. But you would think that somebody would be clever enough to go. You know, we've been throwing that forty, 40 for million a long time. <laughs> number out for a while. I'm pretty sure somebody is going to eventually catch on that. It it's really meaningless because we've been saying that for like I don't know thirty years. Mm-hmm. Here's some more. Uh, interesting about what God has to say uh, in the Old Testament about those who shed innocent blood. And he used the term that those who do this, the land will vomit you out. That, that you, you look at your book, you look at the book of Leviticus and see what it says there. I don't think it says vomit you out. I, I really don't think so either. <laughs> um, but these was, are credulous that dipshits that send him money. That, that was not a word when it was written. That was... <laughs> Jesus and Jesus talking to the disciples said, OMG, I'm totally going to vom. You know, <laughs> Judas, Judas is getting rizzed up by mm. Jesus. God damn it. And this author of this said, well, vomit out means you're not able to defend yourself. But uh, have we found that we are unable somehow to defend ourselves against some of the attacks that are coming against us, either by terrorists or now by natural disaster? Yeah. There's great ways of defending yourself against terrorism and natural disaster. It's called planning ahead. It's called making sure you have things in place in case tech less things happen, you know? Yeah. Louisiana um, is run by a cabal of shitheads, you know? Not not many of them are forward thinkers. Most of them are like we need to get the books out of the school that the gays are having. We need to get all the drag queens and line them up. You know, th that's where we are with discourse in this country. Mm -hmm. We could say, hey, Louisiana, we've got a lot of tropical storms on the uh, on the record for this year coming up. Like it's going to be a really wet fucking summer and fall. Well, that's cool, but we need to get the gays and we need to get the transes. And I heard there's people that use sandboxes in the schools for the furries. Well, you could that's where their political <laughs> discourse is instead of, you know, worrying about making sure that their fucking right. place that they live I'm and just, breathe is going to be fine from a storm. It, there's, there's a point where I think, um, like evacuation instructions and, and things, uh, should, should only be distributed, you know, through certain channels of communication. Right. Like only like put that in libraries. <laughs> So force them to have to go to a library. Nowhere well, no, it is. because <clears throat> there are some people who just will not go. <laughs> I love and the will library. Not, <laughs> like it's there. It's public information. Everybody has access to it. We know that there's a certain group of people that will just not just will not go. 
and therefore they won't get the information or maybe they don't evacuate. <laughs> hmm? Maybe we just need to be a little 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 more selective. And also, <laughs> yes, there is stuff that you can do to plan against this kind of thing. Sure. But there's also a lot that you can't do. Well, like force of nature. There's been towns wiped off of fucking maps. The only thing you can do is decide what is important to you and get the fuck out of the way. Put it in a car <laughs> and get the fuck out of the way. That's it. Like you you've got a you've usually got a pretty good amount of time to get out of the fucking way of a hurricane. You you see him coming. And the uh this the second category of the terrorism thing. I think you have less of a chance of dying from Islamic terrorism as you, a, a much less of a chance of Islamic terrorism as opposed to just getting shot randomly in a fucking mall or, you know, well, store mean, that you go to. Statistically speaking, when's the last time anybody died from an Islamic terrorist? Attack yeah, but if, if you watch enough cop videos like I do, they always bring up 9-11 is like one of their we need to make sure, you know, we know what you're doing. You're acting suspicious, you know, with the way the world is right now. Like, how's the way of the world right now? <laughs> when was the last time there was a terror attack on, like, infrastructure in this country? Besides that well, we're just, yeah, you know, from the, you know, domestic the homegrown, you know, <laughs> uh, you know th those are the those are the terrorist attacks. Yeah, um, that's what that we get more of. But we can't even about. call it that in this country. Mm -hmm. <sighs> anyway. Could they be connected in some way? And he goes down the list of the things that God says will cause a nation uh, to lose its possession and to be vomited out. And, and the amazing thing is a judge has now got to say, I will support the wholesale slaughter of innocent children uh, in order to get confirmed to the bench. And I'm sure Judge Roberts is not going to say any such thing, but nevertheless, that's the litmus test that's being put on. The very thing... That and then they lie about it once they get in there, you know? <laughs> <sighs> Jesus Christ. So yeah, Pat Robertson was a real piece of shit. How about the... Uh when he openly called for the assassination of a foreign leader. He did that before. There was that one, too. <laughs> yep. Of uh, Hugo Chavez. He said, if he thinks we're trying to assassinate him, I think we really ought to go ahead and do it. It's a whole lot cheaper than starting a war, and I don't think any oil shipments will stop. With Pat, guys, you need to understand, it was always about money. Because Pat had a diamond mine, or at least a share in it. He also was heavily involved in fucking oil futures and stuff. So. Oh, yeah. So Donald Rumsfeld, the, the then at the time defense secretary, like rebuked him for saying this. And if you get Donald Rumsfeld telling you you did something wrong, boy, you fucked up. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, God, what a piece of shit he was. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's see. He uh, called non-Christians termites who don't belong in government. In his book, 1991 book, The New World Order, Robertson wrote, when I said during my presidential bid, remember, guys, he, did. he yeah. did try to run for president, that I would bring only Christians and Jews into the government, I hit a firestorm. What do you mean? The media challenged me. You're not going to bring atheists into the government? How dare you maintain that those who believe in Christian values are better qualified to govern America than Hindus and Muslims? And my simple answer is, yes, they are. Cool, man. He said he added chillingly by saying the termites are in charge now and it's not the way it ought to be. 
and a time has arrived for a godly fumigation. So, yeah, basically calling for murder mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of anybody who works for the federal government, state right. governments, that's not a Jew or a Christian. Right. And even so, that Jew is a soft J on this one because yeah. he's like, well, I guess we'll just say that it's the Jewish people we'll bring in. Right. Only Jews for Jesus, though. Right. right. <laughs> tell, us, tell, us again, tell us again how we should be respectful of, of this guy uh, of this that guy. he's dead. Yeah. Um, and, and that we shouldn't speak ill of the dead. <clears throat> he said in 2003, uh, suggesting that a little, gold, a little old-fashioned terrorism might improve U.S. foreign policy. Maybe we need a very small nuke thrown off of foggy, thrown off on Foggy Bottom to shake things up like Newt Gingrich wants to do. The fuck is Foggy Bottom? I, I Isn't that a character from, like, Daredevil? No, you're talking about Foggy Nelson. <laughs> Just having fun with you, man. <laughs> foggy Nelson of, of Nelson, Nelson and Murdoch. Nelson yeah. Avocados at law. <laughs> I've never been able to forget the Spanish word for for lawyer now, though. Avocado? No. Av- <laughs> Avocado means, like, testicle, which is even funnier. <laughs> All right, Robertson in 2005, alleging that Christians don't commit acts of terrorism. <laughs> you don't hear somebody, Christian extremists killing film producers, Christian extremists blowing up trains. It just doesn't happen, he said. <laughs> Hey, that's real cool, man. <laughs> Most of those guys that have done Christian terrorism in this country very overtly say that that's what they are, you know? <sighs> and then the last one that we'll bring up, and we'll call it quits after this, is the fact that he uh, he was uh, good friends with the with the with one of the, uh, what do you want to call him, dictators in Haiti, Papa Doc, or whatever the hell his name was. He, Papa Doc Duvalier was the guy that he was friends with. Anyway, warlord that basically ran Haiti for a long time. Mm-hmm. Haiti had a devastating earthquake in 2010, you might recall. Yeah. Uh, and he attributed that to it being a curse to on that country. Tied to the malevolent spiritual forces with the help of which he assured 700 club viewers, Haitian slaves overthrew their French colonizers in a late 18th cent- or sorry, late 18th and early 19th century revolution. The problem with Haiti is that they are having to pay out the fact that they wanted freedom from France. It's like they have a giant bond on their country for their freedom. And that's why there's a lot of like poverty there is because they just they all of their GDP gets shipped off. You know, (laughs) it's fucking terrible, but it has nothing to do with what he's going to say here. And so, you know, Christy, something happened a long time ago in Haiti, and people might not want to talk about it. They were under the heel of the French, you know, Napoleon III, sick, and whatever. And they got together and swore a pact to the devil. And they said, we will serve you if you get us free from the French. And true story. And so the devil said, okay, it's a deal. This is some Ralph Wiggum storytelling bullshit right here, man. And then and I saw it, the baby, and, and the baby took, winked at me. You and know? it only took how long for the curse to kick in? And they kicked the French out, you know? The Haitians revolted and got themselves free, but ever since they've been cursed by one thing after another, desperately poor. That island of Hispaniola is one island, and it's cut right down the middle. On one side is Haiti. On the other side is the Dominican Republic. The Dominican Republic is prosperous, healthy, full of resorts, etc. Haiti is in desperate poverty. Same island, and they need to have 
they they need to have and we need to pray for them to have a great turning to god and out of this tragedy i'm optimistic something good may come but right now we're helping the suffering people and the suffering is unimaginable during is, the isn't, isn't haiti like like overwhelmingly catholic or something uh let's see it's never a, a patron show without us googling something right, <laughs> right of course yeah um Religious demographics of Haiti. How about that? Oh, 55% Catholic. There you go. There you go. <laughs> 29% Protestant. So. Well, okay, then. Uh, they've, they've got, sure they've been talking to God for quite a long time. With the devil. <laughs> I, okay, Pat. I guess to be fair, uh, when, when did he, when did he say this? This I'm sure it was before this is 2010, Google. 2010 oh, is yeah, when this, this came before out. Before Google was a thing. Yeah, no, 2010 yeah, was yeah. very much a, Google was a thing. God damn. <laughs> There's no way he could have possibly Googled that. He didn't know Google existed. You're kidding. He doesn't Google. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Pat doesn't care about the truth. What? So, like I was talking about there with Haiti, like one, he could just easily look this kind of shit up. But, I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't ever want to. So uh, the French Revolution, French and American revolutions helped to inspire in in 1791 what became the world's largest and most successful slave revolt revolt happened in Haiti. Against all odds, the slaves won. Former slaves sent slaveholders scurrying to France and America, and the Haitians successfully fought back subsequent efforts to re-enslave them. Haiti was the first nation to permanently ban slavery. But as a nation of freed black slaves, Haiti was a threat to the existing world order. And Thomas Jefferson worked to isolate Haiti diplomatically. You know, that great guy, Thomas Jefferson from the founding fathers. What a great Mm -hmm. guy. And strangle it economically, fearing that with the success of Haiti would inspire slave results back home. Motherfucker. With the invention and spread of the cotton gin, slavery was becoming more lucrative. At the same time, a free Haiti was coming into existence. The slaveholders in the United States and other countries clung and expanded the inhumane means of production. So, uh, during Haiti's critical period of development, France intervened even more directly than the U.S. to thwart its success. In 1825, the French King Charles X sent an armed flotilla of warships to Haiti with the message that the young nation would have to pay France 150 million francs to secure its independence or suffer the consequences. That sum was 10 times the amount the United States had paid to France in the Louisiana Purchase, which had doubled the size of the U.S. Almost literally at gunpoint, Haiti caved to France's demands in order to secure its independence. The amount was too much for the young nation to pay outright, so it had to take out loans with hefty interest rates from a French bank. And over the next century, <laughs> Haiti paid French slaveholders slaveholders and their descendants the equivalent of 20 to 30 billion dollars of today's money it took a haiti 122 years to pay off that debt it severely damaged the newly independent country's ability to prosper that's why they're a poor country not because of god not being involved in it and everything Mm -hmm. it's like cuba if we would back off having our fucking foot on their throats Maybe they would be a little bit more prosperous. Yeah. But no, because we decide all of a sudden unilaterally that any nation that does something that we don't like, we're going to fucking sanction them to death, you know? Mm. And that works in certain things. Like, absolutely what we do with Russia. I agree with that. There's a fucking war of aggression happening. But the reason that it happened with Cuba really 
should be backed off after like the 60th fucking year of us having these sanctions on them. Like we don't have the same guys that were running shit back then. It's we're not going to have like yet another um, Cuban missile crisis kind of thing. Right. I'm I'm pretty sure that threat is over. Uh, there's really no reason to keep those sanctions in place. I'm. Why do we still have our own base there? Which I don't fucking get. Uh, I'm surprised Haiti actually was paying on that loan the whole time. There's years, a certain man. point in time where it's like, you know, maybe, maybe, you maybe just, I refuse to pay this. What are you going to do? Maybe you stop paying. <laughs> Foggy Bottom is a neighborhood of Washington, D.C., says Bob out there in our chat. So, yeah, drop a nuke in Washington, D.C., Pat Robertson. Good job, man. You know, Washington, D.C., also one of the most densely black state or areas of our country, mm-hmm. you know. Should be a state. <sighs> Should be a state. Pat Robertson, rest in piss, dude. I'm glad you're dead. I don't. Eat shit. <laughs> Eat shit, Pat. Eat shit in hell for all eternity. Yep. Uh, you fucking miserable piece of shit. Have some respect. Have have some decency, Kyle. Have, hey, why don't you shut the fuck up? <laughs> we need to normalize that for everybody. <laughs> hey, hey, Pat, shut the fuck up. And he did. Forever. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Forever. Oh, and it's funny to me that we we just barely heard the. Uh, oh my God, was the guy that did Liberty University, Jerry Falwell? Mm-hmm. His junior. Had to leave his own fucking church because he was swinging <laughs> and being and was a literal cuck about the whole thing. Of so. course. <laughs> and I'm not on Twitch, so I can't get banned for that TOS thing. There, <laughs> so. But that's what he was, man. He enjoyed it. And I'm not saying that you I'm not making fun of him for it. I'm just saying that that was his specific. You kink. do. Yeah, you do. You we don't you don't. Just fucking be honest about it, right. man. <laughs> like, Instead of trying to cover it up, the cover-up's always worse, man. <laughs> even then, like, I don't think it's something, one, I don't think it's something you should have to cover up, but two, I don't fucking care. No. Uh, nobody should care. Like, that's the whole point. <laughs> stop caring. If you stop caring about shit other people do, they'll stop caring about shit you do. That's the way it works. Yeah, it's called. That's the social contract. It's called tolerance. That's all we're asking for. I'm not asking for acceptance. I'm not asking you for you to even do what I do. Right. I just want you to not give a shit about what I'm doing or what I do. Right. Well, maybe if you didn't parade it around in front of kids. I, I don't. <laughs> not everybody does. Rethink taking your kids to pride sometime if that's what you're worried about. You know, uh, it's, it's not-, not meant to be a fucking like target like event is not meant to be the macy's day fucking parade it's it's not meant to be you know i mean everybody is welcome that's not what i'm trying to say but i'm (laughs) I'm just just trying to say is that like it's specifically for people to go out and say hey look i exist and i'm happy that i'm here yeah if that's a problem for you (laughs) it it, it's Go back into your fucking hovel. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's yeah. The, the pride is pride is is not about. Uh, it's not really a celebratory event. Pride. The original pride was a fucking riot, guys. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's always been. It has always been a a 
a shut the fuck up protest. <laughs> it is. It is a shut the fuck up protest. We're all banding together to tell you all to shut the fuck up about what we right. like to do. So <laughs> it, it's it's something that wouldn't exist without without with, without bricks being thrown without, at cops. Without, without black trans women and bricks. It's, <laughs> like it, we need to get a we need to get a pride brick in the studio. Yes, yes, we do. Yes, uh, we do. We'll put it behind glasses, break in case of break police in case raid. of fascism. <laughs> No, if we do that, it'll, it'll, it'll be, be broken every broken time. <laughs> Break in case of police raid. It's yeah. I don't. I don't want your acceptance. I want your tolerance. That's all I want. I want you to not have a comment about what it is that I'm into. It's, <laughs> yeah, you're doing shit too. Okay? Yeah, it's, yeah, guy. Shut the fuck up. Because you do shit too. Everybody's got shit. Leave it alone. <laughs> Find people that are into the thing that you're into and communicate with them about it. Right. You know? <laughs> and stop worrying about other What the people. fuck I'm doing? <laughs> like, unless you want it, unless it's an invitation, I you shouldn't care. I just want more people to go by the old adage that we would hear in certain rap songs in the back, in, in the back catalog of history. Don't start nothing. There won't be nothing. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone or we're going to have problems. <laughs> Goddamn teenagers at Lagoon. <laughs> Goddamn teenagers everywhere. Get off Fucking my lawn. People. That's all I'm going to say. We'll talk to you guys next week. We'll see you then. Okay.